Hello and welcome to Education Professionals here on the ABC Radio Network, where we are aiming to inform teachers about educational issues. I'm your host, Harley Hollands. Today's topic, the need for teachers to be better informed about issues of diversity. First things first, what is diversity? Diversity is understanding that each individual is unique and recognising our individual differences. These can be race, ethnicity, gender, sexual orientation, socioeconomic status, age, physical abilities, religious beliefs, political beliefs, or other ideologies. So why is it important for teachers to embrace diversity in the classroom? All students and young people have their own life situations. They are truly different. Teachers can never settle for a one-size-fits-all approach. Good teaching makes diversity an asset, not a weakness. Diversity certainly means differences. It's not a cookie cut. They're not the same as each other. Therefore, there can't be an individual educational bias favoured to one group or to cater to the educator's beliefs. A teacher must adhere to a set of professional values as well as the curriculum to teach and to not push their own thoughts on the students. Alan Newland, General Teaching Counsel for England. Separate uh, from what you teach and what you preach. So in other words, you keep your own private beliefs, political or religious, outside of the classroom. You come in and you teach by a set of professional values. For teachers to be able to teach and educate to a set of professional values, such as the curriculum, the curriculum needs to be fair for all students. However, diversity isn't always signified in the curriculum as well as in practices of learning settings. In, in some instances with the curriculum, it doesn't cater to all diversity groups, as it should. For example, the issue of gender and sexual diversity, many people and institutions, including politicians, educators and schools, remain locked into traditional notions or stereotypes of sex gender. To continue this thought, when it comes to cultural diversity, differences to the dominant Anglo-Australian norms are often ignored or viewed as inferior, exotic, or even a threat. For much of Australia's history, it was often assumed that immigrants should simply abandon the culture of their homeland in order to fit into Anglo-cultural norms of majority Australian society. With that in mind, now we have a special guest and comments on the program with a senior teacher in visual art and design with over 15 years education experience in senior schools, Ms. Carly Harris. Carly, in your teaching over the years, do you see that there is a need for teachers to be better informed about issues of diversity? Absolutely. When teachers are better informed about diversity, it makes us better educators inside the classroom, but also for the wider community to be better informed as well. Thanks, Carly. Yeah, too true. Uh, in some cases, the education curriculum has been an opportunity through which schools can recognise and value cultural diversity, as an example. Often, culturally aware or responsive teaching is based on consciousness raising. This is where students and young people learn about the histories, cultures, contributions, experiences and perspectives of marginalised groups in ways that disrupt cultural stereotypes. Carly, over your 15 years teaching in secondary schools, what areas of diversity have you seen grow? What, what would be first? The first would be cultural diversity and multiculturalism in Victoria. In particular, when I started teaching in the western suburbs of Melbourne from 2006 until 2018. Multiculturalism in Australia is growing. 
with 33.3% of the Australian population being born overseas in the 2016 census. And that's compared to the 30.2% in 2011. With this in mind, each generation must restore the dedication to diversity and multiculturalism, specifically in education. Throughout the last two centuries, first-generation migrants have often had to struggle for acceptance, while the second generation has more commonly enjoyed the fruits of their parents' labour, including in education. Cultural recognition in the classroom can be confronting for both teachers and students. While adopting a critical approach might be challenging, it's also argued that the greater, the, the greater threat is denial, which can be debilitating building walls rather than breaking them. Carly, what would be another area of diversity that has grown in your time as a teacher? LGBTIQ is much more prevalent now from both teachers and students in the form of lunchtime clubs and support networks. School can be hard for students at the best of times, but for students who identified as LGBTIQ, in 2012, La Trobe University conducted a study examining the experiences of over 3,000 students who identified as LGBTIQ, aged 14 to 21 years, and found that 60% of those surveyed had suffered verbal abuse and 30% had suffered physical abuse. Carly, what's a third area of diversity that has increased in your time uh, during teaching? I've seen a lot more diversity in the socioeconomic status of families in Queensland schools compared to Victoria over my time of teaching. Thank you, Carly. Low socioeconomic areas uh, for schooling can obviously make it difficult for students in poverty to go to a more affluent school with better resources compared to a public school. In 2011, private schools enjoyed a strong financial advantage over public schools, operating with up to twice the per-student resources of public schools and receiving political promises that they would never be worse off under any changes. It's also noted that parents who are actively involved in school choice have high socioeconomic status, speak English at home, pay for tutoring, and have children with strong educational achievement. Then as schools are placed into competition for students and are then judged on their results, social separation increases. More students have switched off from learning, both emotionally and intellectually, and this appears to be occurring at younger ages. Many students are simply going through the motions and just doing enough to get by. So with this in mind, if a teacher isn't informed about diversity and doesn't embrace it in the classroom, then students may feel disconnected. As an example, with areas of lower socioeconomic status or disadvantaged school communities, evidence shows that one in four students in Australia fails to complete 12 years of compulsory schooling. As a final thought, Maria Camden stated, if you ignore the issue of diversity in the classroom and choose to not promote diversity in your school, you're not doing your job. Teaching must effectively address and embrace the realities that come with living and working in a diverse school, community and country. I'd like to thank uh, Ms. Carly Harris for her time today. Thank you for listening, and I hope that together we can educate tomorrow's leaders. Mm -hmm.